the second time we did this. Definitely. Definitely the first time. Uh, I am Becca Feldman. And I'm Glory Fitz. And I'm not alone this week. Yay! Ooh. Look, I get it. Sometimes you just need a week. Sometimes you're not feeling well. The only reason I'm here every week is because otherwise I would have to have you install all of the shit on your laptop, and I know you don't have time for that. Yeah. You're way too busy. <laughs> you have, like, I'm in one club. You are in, like, 27,000. Yeah. You're very, very busy, and I love that. I love that for you. Thank you. Um, my name is Becca, like I said, and her name is Glory. Say hey to the people, Glory. Hello. No, you have to say, say hey to the, like, say hey to the people. Hey to the people. Thank you. Um... <laughs> And this is season three, episode nine of We'll Figure It Out, which I believe is the most episodes of any season we've ever had. Really? Yeah, because basically, first year, I have no idea how many episodes we did, because there's no way of looking back on that. Yeah. Second year, we did six episodes, I want to say. Yeah. We did like three, or like two like, or we didn't even do it in the fall semester. Oh, you mean because COVID. COVID. Oh. Yeah. Oh, then, no, yeah, because we had to do it in your room. In my room, like yeah. That. Yeah. And we only really started getting going when Hannah wasn't in there anymore. Yeah. So we only had, like, six, and I know that because the Hamilton one, which we still have to redo. <laughs> yeah, that was a self-destructive episode. No, that was, that was two girls actively losing her mind. Their minds. Yes. Hi, Mama. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, that means you're listening to this on Spotify. We can be found on Spotify. Isn't that terrifying, Glory? It really is. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you search my no, go on Spotify, search Becca Feldman. I will wait. Okay. Um, but let's see. What do we want to call this week? Um, is this week gonna be like? Oh my god! I know. Isn't that terrifying? No, I'm the only person who listens to it, so to make sure that to make sure that I get the titles right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, oh, hi, Softa. We have a very special guest. My grandmother is also here. Hello. Um, joining us all the way from Louisville, Kentucky. Wow, that's far. It's definitely farther than New York. Yeah. Um. There is no time difference, though, so we will still be getting the same exact snappy responses from my mom. Bless you. <laughs> so, thankfully, that won't change. Uh, I'm just kidding, Mom. You know we value and love your input. Um, yes, but, so, today is Tuesday, the 8th. Um, I was going to talk about No Way Home last week, but I'm guessing you still haven't watched it. Oh, no, definitely. So, like... Feel free to talk about it. Well, first we're gonna we're gonna get into some music because yeah. you know why not? Um, since my mother is visiting my grandparents in Louisville, Kentucky, and mm-hmm. I've also recently been doing uh, you know that cycle of self torture that I have where I just go back and watch Glee videos. Yeah. Over and over and over. It's happening again. It's happening again. So, um. <laughs> There is one episode in season four where it's like all of the divas, and they do like, uh, like Beyonce songs and uh, like Tina Turner, like nice. Mary, like all of them. So obviously, the most diva person from like the first three seasons is one Miss Santana Lopez, okay. or Miss Merce- or Mercedes, but they already had Mercedes in like twenty episodes, right? Um, <laughs> But so the whole thing that happened when she graduated was that Santana was going off to the University of Louisville <laughs> to oh, for cheerleading. Okay. She was going to be a cardinal. And so that's why I'm playing this song. <laughs> that's the only reason I'm playing this song. I love when you talk <laughs> because random songs have like different. No, it's very, much, it's very much akin to our first ever episode where it was like, I'm from Forest Hills. And the remotes are for Forest Hills. So it's Spider-Man. So here's Let's Creek Pop. Yeah, I think you said that. That is exactly what I said verbatim. So here is the Glee version of uh, Nutbush City Limits, which I know is not about a place in Louisville. It's about a place in Tennessee. Um, Majorly. I'm probably wrong. (laughs) We don't know geography. We're not geography majors. Um, (laughs) Listen, 
you're listening to an MCA major and a philosophy major. We don't know anything. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, this first song is Nutbush City Limits featuring the wonderful vocals of the late Naya Rivera. Every week 
We should have, we really should have a laugh track. Yeah, that's what I was like. Um, but there's this, so one, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. As I to- think I've told you, I was in rock band. No. I have definitely told you this. Really? I've definitely okay, told you this. Um, so freshman year to my junior year, I didn't get in, I didn't make the cut my senior year. My mom was very bitter about it. <laughs> she was very upset with Mr. Paris. Probably still is. Mr. Paris. <laughs> I mean, he's a Cubs fan, so yeah. Okay. When that was the year that the Cubs and the Mets were playing each other in the like mm-hmm. in the final, either in the World Series or like the final contenders for the World Series, and literally every day we would come in, we would kind of like glare at each other. Wow. <laughs> it was intense. Um, <laughs> but that one, uh, there used to be this venue right next to our school because I was lucky enough to go to school in the city. Um, called City Winery, and there was this band that came and played, and we got to go see them, and they were called the Mountain Goats. And I was not expecting to like any of their music, like, at all. Mm-hmm. But there's this song, and it's about, like, professional wrestling, basically. Oh. And about how, like, um, well, the name kind of explains it all. The, so- the name of the song is Foreign Object. Here is Foreign Objects by the Mountain Goats. Like a dog down on the car, square in the spotlight, sweating real hard. All soaked in blood, like a newborn babe Sharp thing hidden in my hand, shaped like an astrolabe Gonna stick you in the eye, with a foreign object Gonna poke you in the eye, with a foreign object and my family members only. <laughs> um, I'm Becca Feldman. And I'm Glory Phipps. And this is season three, episode nine of We'll Figure It Out, which will be titled, cue drum roll. We have to get laugh track, we have to get a drum roll. What yeah. else do we have to get for um, our last, you know, year and a half? Just a random... Just a random, like, oh, you know what we need? That remote for my Carly. 
Yes. That's what we really need. Oh my God. Um, so if anybody knows that of any that aren't in horrible yeah, shape left over <laughs> from when they were pushing that real hard, let us know. Yeah. Um, but this episode will be called A Liar and a Bully. Yes. <laughs> we're going through it this week. Um, for two separate reasons. For two, but... We're just both having <laughs> bad friendship weeks. Um, which is why we're so glad we have each other. Yes. Um, but this song is not about being glad about having friends. Yeah, it definitely isn't. <laughs> so totally not. Um, but Glory, I believe you had a question about a club. Yeah. What was the name of the club? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So here's the information that you need. Everybody listening in the past, present, future. Because, like I said, you can find this on the spot. I put the Spotify link in my bio Ooh, on my Instagram. Nice. So now I'm, like, actually terrified that people will actually look at it. <laughs> oh, no, they definitely will. Go yeah, look at my Instagram. Do, I need to do the same thing. You can just copy the link. Um, but, so there's this group that I'm a part of. It's a club. Uh, and it's called, it was once upon a time called Hala for Hunger. But it's now called Nizun. N-A-Z-U-N. Still don't know what that means. Oh, I thought... My mom thinks that she found out that the corporation was founded in Florida. Nizun? We'll call it for hunger, but they rebranded. But so, Glory, what was your question about Nizun? Yeah, can people who who don't have... Who doesn't have Jewish identity can buy a collar? Absolutely. A lot of our customers actually don't um, like know what Hala is. My, I am officially on the board of Nizun now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my role is head of tabling. That, that seems like the perfect It's job. basically, the reason why is because I would just come, because like Maya ran it yeah. before she went to go study abroad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know absolutely. you kind of know Maya. Yeah. So, um, literally I would just sit down and I'd be like, yeah, I'm here now. Deal with it. <laughs> And then, especially when they were inside and it was getting colder, like, I would just pull up a chair and sit down. And oh, so then, you're just already part of the club. Well, no, because I was out, like, I had work. So mm-hmm. I still have work 4 to 5 mm-hmm. on Fridays. So I can't, like, we table from 4 to 6. The UC, or when it gets warmer, we'll be outside in the Red Square. Ooh. One loaf of Paula is $5. And basically what I would do is people, is somebody else at the table would go, would you like to, like, by uh, Hala, it's only $5. And then the person would be like, yeah, no thanks. And they try to shuffle away. And I'd be like, it's only $5 to help the hungry children of Worcester. That's and that's why I'm the head of tabling. Uh, well, okay, then next, then this Friday. This Friday, four to six. <laughs> Personally, I always get two. Because I eat one, and then I usually make one into French toast. Ooh. It's really good. Um... But yeah. Also, good food on campus. Where, I mean, hey. where, what the? <laughs> She's gone. She's so gone. No, that was last week or two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it was this. And I didn't even play that song, which was remarkable. But anyway, the reason this episode is called uh, "A Liar and a Bully." Oh, and then in parentheses, fake news. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um. Fake news. Basically, just listen to this song, and it sums up our emotions. Oh, no, it definitely Our collective does. emotions about two separate incidents. Yes. It's called Transparent Soul by Willow. Woo. Which is crazy to me that she was just like, I'm rebranding. Yeah. Like, forget with my hair back and forth. Yeah. Forget that I am Will Smith's daughter, except my first half of the name is literally Will. Literally. Like, forget about that. Um, now I'm also a punk rocker. And I work with Travis Barker, which, by the way, Travis Barker is living his best life. He's making music with Blink-182. He's making music with everybody who wants to be in the punk rock industry. And I am so happy about it because I love Travis Barker. Um, But, yeah, Transparent Soul. Well, Mom, it's okay that you missed the whole Nizune chat because you can find this on Spotify. (laughs) Yes. And we won't be repeating it, so there. Um, (laughs) But yeah, here's Transparent Soul featuring Travis Barker by all caps, Willow. 
Yes. <laughs>
sorry for the for the little itty bitty snippet in between the two. Uh, Willow, Willow, all caps. So, um, one, they are eleven years apart. Those two songs. They are. Doesn't that make you feel old? No, it definitely does. Because um, I remember watching it for the first time. I remember watching J- her brother's version of the Karate Kid. Mm, yeah. And same. my parents being like, this isn't the original. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, then they had to show it to me, and I was like, meh. And now I'm all obsessed with Cobra Kai. It's all a very weird transformational mm-hmm. situation. Um, so, biggest show on TV right now, Euphoria. Yeah. We love Zendaya. We do. She's a queen. This show might as well just be called Zendaya uh, Hype House. No, it definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. Literally, I think we find ourselves talking about a Zendaya project like every other week. Yeah, because she's in everything. She's in everything. <laughs> she's killing it. Yeah. Um, but I tried watching it, the, the first episode, like the first Same. season. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get into it. Mm. Because I thought it was like glamorizing and romanticizing the idea of like drug abuse and partying and abuse abuse and like sexual assault like all those things that we are taught are not good things i thought it was just kind of like painting it over with a glittery brush do you get it glitter because the poster no yeah um but we were talking about this outside and then i was like wait we should say this um like I said, I can't not really like, give enough. Not like you and I would run out of things to talk about. No, right. And also, I haven't also... I really... The last time I watched the first episode of Euphoria was like two years ago. So, so I also don't really remember. Like, I started it... I, like, tried to watch it again recently. Yeah, because after it got really popular. Well... Especially the second season. Well, I wanted to watch the second season because I knew that she had been... She and Tom, which is so cute. Um, mm. One of my, like... One of the people down the hall from me has a whiteboard on their on their room, mm-hmm. on their, like, front door, and it says, uh, who's your celebrity crush? And I wrote, Tom Holland and Zendaya. <laughs> no, because literally. Um, but, so, yeah. yeah I feel like, like her coffee, like, come on set and stuff. <laughs> I would do anything. <laughs> no, I'd do, do anything. <laughs> Just hold, you mean with my MCA degree? <laughs> Become personal assistant to only <laughs> Marvel actors? I mean, that would get you popular for oh sure. Oh my god, I would have all of the followers. No, you um, literally were. Not that I want them. Yeah. I don't want to be that popular. No, same. I'm what about my vibe says internet famous? <laughs> Answer nothing. Um, I beg to differ. As someone who's been on TikTok for <laughs> three years. A lot of stuff could get you famous. That's Fine, all whatever. Even if you take a video of this. I don't know. I hate TikTok, and that's a different conversation. <laughs> we'll save it for. <laughs> we'll save it for next week, or later. Who the? But no, but I get what you're saying knows. because not trying to refer right to TikTok, but I've seen so many. But videos. like TikToks of of like being like, this is what's wrong with society, and like. No, yeah, and I see people glamorizing Euphoria because they're like. Because like, oh, I mean, they will, like pretend. Like, like I get it. I get it. Everyone wants to be like Zendaya. She's the queen, of. Our generation. She yeah. is our generation's Beyonce. No, it definitely I is. I think. Is that a fair assumption? No, I think Is that a like good. a fair statement? Yeah. I think also Beyonce is our generation's Beyonce. But like, yeah. we have two Beyonce's. We have Beyonce and Zendaya, and they both only go by one name. Yeah. I was going to say, Boom. so many times, people have to like, let people know like, yeah, stop oh, glamorizing. Like, this I'm is bleeding. trying to show issues on drug abuse. Oh, no. This was to show issues on drug abuse, and y'all are just, like, dressing up. Well, so, it's like that, and things like, I remember 13 Reasons got a lot of flack for it, too, because... Yeah, because then a girl... So, uh, if you haven't seen 13 Reasons, um, or if you haven't read it, and if you haven't seen it... No, I, wa- I watched the whole thing. You watched the whole thing? Uh, okay, I didn't watch the new... I'm guessing you didn't watch... I'm guessing you stopped after season two. No, I stopped after, um... They figured out who killed, killed Bryce. Yeah, and I was so. So you stopped after season know. three. Yeah. So you stopped after they were like, "Okay, Alex, you're a killer now." Yeah, and I was like, I, that "Okay, is so I get that." Stupid. But you have to, the the only thing that you have to see about season four is like Justin's full redemption arc, being like full, and then them being like, "Bye." I told you about this when it happened. Yeah. Um, and more and more shows have been doing that recently, but we can talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. 
But so like that was a lot of people's problem with that book and even that show was that it they felt like it was uh, romanticizing the idea of suicide and um, this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we're in agreement. Um, <laughs> I think we are. I think we are. Especially the last episode of season one. Like, it was very a lot of just trigger roaring also. Oh, right. Mine. Sorry. <laughs> Our bad. We have to go back, like, 20 minutes. Uh. <laughs> yeah, trigger warning. But, like, she looks when that's when it Actually, you know what? I think this actually. is too hard for today. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, so like. She, like you know, trigger warning, like, kills herself. It's, and show, like, it's then, very graphic. And then sends out, like, the, the way right. that... Sending out the tapes, it is kind That's of, dramatized and, is, like, uh, and romanticized. I get that. But, like, I was talking to you outside, and I was like, this is the reason, like, I don't know a lot of people who actually do this many drugs who are in high school. You're then right. again, they grew up, like, watching things like... Like, we were a little older when 13 Reasons, like, first came out. Yeah. So we understood that, and a lot of us had read the book. This, I don't think Euphoria is based on a book. No, Euphoria is definitely not based but on like, a book. But, like, but, like, also at the same time, I feel like Euphoria couldn't have existed without 13 Reasons. I agree. I feel like since because 13 Reasons, like, 13 Reasons went, was, like, yes, we're going here. Yeah. Yes, we're going to have a, tri- like, triggering discussion. Yes, we will have a discussion with you as fans, as victims, as survivors. Yeah, because even after every episode, they put something, like, yeah. called. No, at the beginning. The at beginning, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, at the beginning, yeah. I don't know if they did that for Euphoria. I forgot. Um, about drug abuse, but, but yeah, so it just kind of like. Ooh, you should do Return of the Mad. That's a thought. Okay, we can do that. And yeah, and we can. I'm trying to find something that mu- kind of, sort of matches the vibe that we've been building for this oh, episode, gotcha. which nothing does. Yeah, because it's Euphoria, and I'm playing. <laughs> no, no, it's just because you and I are just so crazy. Oh no, I get that. Um, but. I love this song title though. I was dancing in the lesbian bar. I love songs that's great. Like that. Um, here we go. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Um, I'm surprised we haven't played that. Yeah. That's very much like a song that we would play. Um, but yeah, we think that it's worth discussing further. But why is there an explicit version of this song? Yeah. And also, we have to play that. No, because I agree. I feel like if you want to go there, you just have to do it in a way. Like, you have to do it in a respectful way. That's also, like, we are aware. Yeah. That's the problem. And we are not trying to, like, like, there should be, like, like, it's an HBO show. So, with HBO shows, there's a certain level of, like, trigger warnings implied. Yeah. But, like, I feel like, especially, like, with characters like Nate, where his whole thing is that he's this popular actor, but he's portraying this horrible, horrible dude. Yeah. Um, so which, by the way, Jacob Elordi said himself in an interview on Jimmy Fallon that he would beat up his character in a second. Okay. He was like, if Nate and I were going to fight, <laughs> I would I kick his ass. Actors do that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, but, oh, that's why. Um, but yeah, so I think that it's, Things like that, where it's like, yes, we're romanticizing it, but also we're going to talk about why this isn't something you should do, or like, here's support. Yeah. I think that you, I think that 13 Reasons did a better, obviously we, we can't really fully know because neither you or I have watched all of Euphoria. Yeah. The way that we watched 13 Reasons. Right. But also. It was a lot of support for a lot of the characters. Except for, except for like. Zendaya and Jacob Elordi, not a lot of these actors have the same, like, pull mm. that, like, the idea of a Selena Gomez-produced show. No, yeah. Because um, also all the actors and actresses that were in 13 Reasons Why wasn't really... They weren't, like, that big. Yeah. But, so like, now they're really huge. Perception. Yeah, so I feel like when Zendaya was on this show. Except Ross Butler. But that's yeah, because yeah, he was yeah, doing yeah. Riverdale. Yeah, literally. And, and um, by the way, they never address that in Riverdale, that Reggie just changes actors. Yeah, and I was I like, really okay. hate it when they do that. Like, at um, least... AKA the Fosters, because they really You know try. what? You know what? We can talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about our gripe with, uh, <laughs> with sudden <laughs> casting and personnel changes. 
Um, but first, here's Don't Ya by the Pussycat Dolls, which is featured in episode four of season two of Euphoria. We have no idea what the context is, we don't. but we know that the Pussycat Dolls, we like this song. Oh, I'm sorry, there is context. Nate goes to leave the party, and Kathy comes down the stairs and goes in the hot tub. That's all that's, of the context yeah, you, need. you need. That's all you need. See, it's right here. 13 Reasons Why Soundtrack. It's right next to it. Um, so, yeah, here's Don't Ya by the yeah. Pussycat Dolls and Buster Rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Which is my favorite. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we about to get it just a little hot and sweaty in this. Ooh. Baby. Ladies, let's go. Soldiers, let's Dolls. go. Let me talk to y'all and just, you know, give you a little situation. Listen. Listen. You see the get hot every time I come through when I step up in the spot. Make the place sizzle like a summertime cookout. Proud for the best chick. Yes, I'm on the lookout. So banging, shorty like a belly dancer with it. Smell good, pretty skin, so gangster with it. No chicks, only diamonds under my sleeve. Give me the number, but make sure you holler before you leave. I know you like me. I know you do. That's why we
welcome back. Right, I did forget that. Nicole Scherzinger went to the same high school as my mom. She's from Louisville. Oh. And she went to the same performing arts high school that my mom did. What a small world. It's a small world after all. And you hear the ride creaking. <laughs> um, Literally. What is the horror story that goes on in our heads? <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> she said a lot. Um, but yeah, now that we are talking about it, 13 reasons we have to was it four was it four 13 reasons is that why the song was huh wait what i think it was originally recorded for 13 reasons team oh. i mean i don't understand that um but of course we're talking about 13 reasons and because once you start talking about it, it's really hard to stop talking about it. No, literally. And also, it has the best soundtrack. Why? Because Selena Gomez produces the show, and everyone wants to be friends with Selena Gomez. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. No, you're literally right. Um, let's see. Let's find out what episode it is. Do, 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 do. Wow, they have some R.A.M. songs in the 13 Reasons Why soundtrack? Wow. Glory, tell us what's going on in the world. <laughs> um, you should have known this was coming. I do this every week. I'm just like, I need to stall for time. Tell them about what's happening in the world. What's happening in the world is, unfortunately... Everything's just exploding. The end. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Um, people are getting attacked for what they said. Like, we'll be Goldberg. Yeah, somebody was saying that to me, and I literally was just like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. She said the Holocaust wasn't based on race. Was what? She said the Holocaust wasn't based on race. So she obviously needs to be educated. Um, <laughs> And then people dragged her. <laughs> okay, course. but that's like, that's a reason to get, that's an actual reason to get dragged. No, 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 I'm not saying no. No, I'm no, 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 I know you're not. No, that's, just... that's just the tea of this. I don't know, I don't know what type of education she got. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, she, she learned how to say, you get a new car, you get a new car. You're right. And that's, that's really it. the only education. Um, but um, so, yeah. The Rock is getting canceled because he what? said a lot of trans com uh, anti-trans comments. Okay, but yeah. so here's the thing, though. When does cancel, we will talk about this. Oh, you're right. We're running, we're running out of time. Um. So we're not going to play the 13 Reasons. I'm making an executive decision. Let me know if you agree with it. Ready? What? We're not going to play the 13 Reasons song. No, yeah. We will dedicate a whole episode to five seconds of summer songs instead. I agree. Yeah. Um, Which I'm 100% sure we've already done in the past, but. I think we did last, <laughs> last year. Um, but. Um, so really quick, while I can still talk about it. Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. I have, I loved it. I have issues. Mm. First, okay. I thought that they shoehorned in with great power comes great responsibility a little too hard. I will show you the clip. Second, because somebody had to say it from this iteration or else it wouldn't have been the whole trifecta. Second, I don't think that they were trying to also shoehorn in Flash Thompson and like, he was a much more vital part of the end of se of the second movie. Because mm -hmm. it was like him, it was Happy, it was MJ, and it was Ned stuck in the museum. Yeah. And that sets it up perfectly for him to be an integral part of the third movie. No, really. And instead, they just didn't do that. Instead, mm -hmm. they were just like, they were like, no, because you know how Flash is like Spider-Man's biggest yeah. fan. So, no, instead he wrote a book called Flashpoint, which I thought was hilarious because that's, <laughs> Because uh, that, of course, is a DC storyline, um, <laughs> where the Flash goes back in time and fixes and stops, prevents his mother's murder, and then he comes back and everything has changed. Um, which obviously, duh, Barry Allen, of course. Um, yeah, <laughs> but Literally. we need to talk about that. He's so smart, but he's so dumb, Barry Allen. But that's a DC issue, and we're talking about Marvel yeah. right now. Um, 
That's interesting. Oh, right. Nice. Right, Mom. That is happening in the world. A lot of people didn't send... Uh, China's just getting canceled. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear this one. Well, so... Um, the whole reason that NBC doesn't, like, have, like, a reporting delegation at the Olympics this year mm-hmm. is because, like... Yeah, it's held in Beijing, right? Yeah. Never mind. Is because of China's human rights violations. Mm. Like, a lot of countries were like, no, we're not sending... We'll, we'll send our athletes because, like, oh, it's a time for unity, but, the like, Uyghur we're not... Muslims? What? The Muslims? I have no idea. All I know is that all I know is that there was there was an SNL. <laughs> of there, course. There was a weekend update sketch sketch about it. Of course. I'll show it to you. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, Bo and Yang slowly but surely becoming one of my favorite SNL cast members. <laughs> He's great. Um, and he in himself is the definition of diversity. Mm-hmm. He, there when Simu when Simu Simu Liu hosted Mm -hmm. they had a like video like one of those recorded uh digital sketches where it was literally the two of them being like the first asian man to do this the first asian man to do that and it ends with him being like no matter how successful you are just remember this one thing simu i will always be gay (laughs) um and i was like that's that's great um somebody just tells a superhero like yeah that's cute yeah. I'm the first eight not only am I the first Asian cast member of SNL, I'm also the i I'm also gay. Um but be it. back to Spider Man. Um <laughs> Jesus. Whew. I feel bad for people who are like trying to keep up with my brain and like legitimately can't. I think I got used to it. You know, you definitely <laughs> look, it takes like a year, a year and a half to get desensitized to how fast A I talk. And B, how fast my brain moves. Yeah, because I remember the first time, I was like, oh, wow. You were like, oh, my God, this bitch talks. Um, But I just remembered my grandmother's listening. (laughs) And I've been cursing. (laughs) Sorry, Samta. Um, (laughs) Spider-Man. Heart. (laughs) Hearts emoji. Um, Spider-Man, I loved it, except for all of the, what I wanted, and I know obviously Peter Parker wouldn't beat Peter Parker if he wasn't suffering all of the suffering at all times. Oh, no, definitely. But also, they were very much setting him up for, like, everything's gonna be okay, like, this whack-ass choice of a mentor is gonna make things okay, which, by the way, I'll come back to in a second. I think I talked about that when the trailer first yeah, came I out. Yeah, I think you did, yeah. I was like, this Were is the wrong right? choice. Were you right? Mm-hmm. So basically what had happened was, mm-hmm. what had happened was, <laughs> what had happened? Um, <laughs> oh, thanks, Mom. Thank you for the support. Um, but... Um, <laughs> I can't. This is so funny. I can't. Good thing Glory's from NYC and your softa doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it really should not be that. This is this is accurately. So, um, if you look on our um, Spotify page, yeah. literally, it is. It says like it's just listen to usually to Clark students' minds breaking. That's basically what it says. Dang, well, I would, but Instagram just locked me out. Fine, Instagram be like that. Um, <laughs> but so Spider Man, basically, and it's very much like it was very much. I'm not saying it was all Strange's fault. Peter Parker very quickly got used to the idea that he couldn't do anything normal mm-hmm. because he had been out outed as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So instead of like calling MIT, all three of them didn't get into MIT, and. It was really upsetting. Obviously, it was because, you know, Mysterio was framing him from mur- for murder from beyond the grave. Which, Jake Gyllenhaal is over party, can I just say. Yeah. I loved this performance. <laughs> then I was reminded, <laughs> then All Too Well came out, and I was like, right, yeah. we don't like him. Um, I was like, I forgot. Um, but 
Oh. It's <laughs> literally what it says. Um, but it was very much like. Also, this is a kid who was just mentored by Tony Stark, so yeah. he's not <laughs> thinking clearly. He's not thinking like a normal person. He's thinking, okay, my pseudo dad, who I just lost, was Tony Stark, and Happy basically comes where comes to me wherever I am on a jet. So let's think about what's the best way to make sure that me and my friends get into MIT. And he goes to Strange and he's like, hey, I want you to make everyone forget that Mysterio told everyone that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And then he keeps editing. Like, he's like, no, I want MJ to remember. No, I want Ned to remember. No, I want May to remember. And so it confuses Doctor Strange. And then Doctor Strange is like, this is all your fault. Which technically it is. But also, he's 17. You're right. Yeah, he really shouldn't. Like. Why did Doctor Strange even, like. No, Doctor Strange should have just said, have you tried calling them? Yeah, I don't know. Like, literally. literally, the whole movie could have been avoided. Wait, so you're telling me that's why? That's why, that's why all of the people come in from the different multiverse. Because instead of what ha- instead what happens is he pulls in all of the people who know that Peter Parker is Spider Man from of, other multiverses. Oh. So Doctor Octopus, the yeah, Lizard, remember, yeah. Electro, all just Green Goblin, up. all of them. All just to get into MIT, but MIT is quaking right now. But like, bas- <laughs> they're quaking like Peloton. <laughs> Two shows. Where I think we should keep like a monthly count. Of how many shows have used that as a means of death for a character. <laughs> um, but, so yeah, they pull in all of these people, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's Peter's job. And Peter is very much just like, I want to send them back. And Aunt May's like, you need to help them. Like, I raised you better than that, basically. She's like, I raised you better than that. Now go help them. Like, I mean, which, yes, she did. Yeah. We love Aunt May. But, um, so he sticks his nose in into it mm-hmm. which i think is another reason i identify with him so hard because i also like poking my nose where it doesn't belong um but so so he goes about trying to help them and strange is like this is a bad idea and uh so spy, uh peter's like great you're supposed to be my mentor you're supposed to support me so instead i'm gonna take your sling ring i'm gonna lock you in the mirror dimension Um, and i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want and i was like okay peter i see you he gives the sling ring to ned we'll come back to that oh yeah i remember that part yeah Um, snippets of that but so so literally so ned and mj get separated from peter obviously Mm because peter's out there fighting everybody and and um so this is how we get the other two how we get garfield and mcguire in Mm -hmm. so he does the thing and he he does like the whole sling ring thing and he's like show us peter parker and then the first one that comes out is andrew garfield and Mm -hmm. when i tell you i saw it at christmas it had come out beginning of the month or like second week of the month people were still reacting like it was the first night of the movie opening like literally everybody was clapping when the green goblin came out when doc all came out like they didn't even do that like they did that at avengers endgame Mm -hmm. but like i was there opening night for avengers endgame like that's the only other experience i can equate it to where like everybody was like gasping and crying obviously i was crying harder than everybody because i cry harder than everybody about everything but um so while ned and mj are pulling in these two other Mm spider-men the green goblin um norman osborne's brain has being turned is being turned off and the green goblins because it's like split personality disorder um is coming back online basically and he sets him up for, are you ready? I need you to hold on to something. The murder of Aunt May. They kill off Aunt May. Okay, I She dies in his arms. Dang. He is 17 or 18 years old. And, like, I think it's just because I think Tom Holland is so cute, but I was like... Okay, they're gonna let this one be happy. They're gonna let. Of course not. <laughs> and so I was literally sitting in the movie theater. I was bawling, and my mom was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No, I'm not okay." Yeah. And um, because that's of course my worst fear. Yeah. <laughs> is that my one living, like my one living parental unit? No, same, same. Yeah. Like you and I share that fear. Yeah. 
And so literally I broke down and I kind of like, like I had to like put that in a box and then watch the rest of the movie. No, yeah. Um, Highlights from the rest of it. Tobey Maguire was very much like, I'm the elder Spider-Man, but also this is your show, kid. I'm going to let you run it. (laughs) I liked it. I like that. Um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was very much... Like, he was a lot goofier than I thought he was going to be because of how Gwen Stacy died. Mm-hmm. But so, I, so that part in the trailer where MJ is falling. Yeah. I okay, so, so what happens that. What happens is Peter, go, Peter Park, so Peter, let me really quickly. Okay. They assign numbers to yeah. each other. Tom Holland is one, Maguire, Maguire is uh, two, and Garfield is three. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it should have been Maguire one, Garfield two, Holland yeah, three, three, but that's fine. Um... So Peter One dies, dives off yeah. to try to get Zendaya, MJ. Green Goblin, out of nowhere, like, side attacks him. And so uh. she's still falling. And so Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, dives off the scaffolding and catches her. Oh, okay. And literally, <laughs> like, everybody was, like, clapping and cheering and screaming. No, because I and, thought MJ dies the way. <laughs> oh, it's so much worse than that. Um, <laughs> it's so much worse, Glory. Um... But, so, what ha- what happens then is they fight all of the bad guys, blah, 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 but the rift is, like, the spell is still, like, breaking down. Yeah. So, Peter, who is, this is Tom Holland's Peter Parker. He's looking at all of this, the things that are happening. His best friend and his girlfriend are in danger. His aunt is dead. Uh, Happy was trying to get to him, so the NYPD... Locked, like arrested him for interfering. Dang. So Happy's in jail. Mm-hmm. Tony's dead. May's dead. Ben and his parents long dead. Like Fury gone. Like nobody's there. And so obviously what he's hearing in his head is with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so he says to Strange, he's like, what if everybody forgot who Peter Parker was? So he erases uh, himself from everyone's memory, um, including MJ and Ned. Wait, at the end? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I was about to throw up it. I was not happy about it. Oh okay, well now I... Now, now I, we, we have to watch it. Um, literally, the second I start the movie, the second I start the movie, you will forget that I told you any of this. Yeah, I'll probably <laughs> Um... That's so, what? I know, but um, so that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we leave you on a cliffhanger. <laughs> no, it's not a cliffhanger. We know exactly how it ends. You're right. Um, also, what I thought was interesting, really quickly, everyone was so hyped for Charlie Co- like before Garfield and Maguire were rumored to be on set and blah 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 blah, and that kind of blew up. Like the thing that people were really excited for mm-hmm. was Charlie Cox's reemergence as Daredevil. I was really excited for that because, as you know. Charlie Cox is the reason that I call avocados lawyers. Yeah. Um, well, because avocado. Yeah. Side note, whenever I say something in Spanish with, like, a somewhat, like, relatively accurate accent, people are like, what? I'm like, I grew up in Queens. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being so surprised. Um, but literally, he was in it for one scene. <laughs> one funny. they always do that and um basically what happens is like after his identity gets revealed to the public they're basically like he needs a lawyer because obviously he needs a lawyer and um, i think i told you this at the time when they were like right after the movie came out i was like this is what they're gonna have to do mm-hmm. i was like they're gonna have to get him a lawyer so it's either gonna be she hulk or it's gonna be daredevil because mm-hmm. those are the two other hero lawyers and I appreciate that they want to keep other things separate. I do think that this was a clever way of also tying in because in Hawkeye they also tied in mm-hmm. from they tied in um, Kingpin, who's like the big bad in Daredevil, into the arc of the Hawkeye show, which I thought was clever. Um, mm-hmm. But they could have done like a whole lot more. But like instead they were had him for one scene, and literally. Um, He's sitting in their living room, and, like, somebody's throwing a brick through their window. And, obviously, Peter senses it, and so he goes to catch it. But uh, Matt catches it first, and he's, like, and he, so Peter says, how did you do that? 
And you know what he says, Matt says to him? What? I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> not like something like, yeah. I get you, kid, or like, you're not alone. Yeah. Or I think, here's, here's the last thing I'm going to say, and then we have to uh, wrap up. Well, I mean, nobody's here to stop us, so we could technically keep going, but we don't want to be that person because yeah. we hate it when people do that to us. Yeah. So the last thing I'm going to say is that I think I said this. I'll say I've said it before and I will say it again. Mm -hmm. List of people who I think would have been better mentors <laughs> than Dr. Strange. Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Rhodey. Matt. Luke Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Rand would have been interesting. Jessica Jones, also interesting, probably fucked. Mm. Um, so she probably wouldn't have been better, but it would have been interesting. It would have. It would have been interesting. Uh, Yelena, which I know she's busy with her own thing. And I know that Clint is already adopting Kate Bishop, and that's, she already has his own kid. He already has three kids, and then also he's adopting Kate Bishop, except he's not, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so he's a little busy. I get it. He's a little Thor, I get, n not the best choice. Kind of would be interesting. It would be interesting, though. Mm, what should have happened is that because it is so frequent of a team-up, mm -hmm. is that they should have put Matt and Peter together sooner and more substantially. I get that mm -hmm. they did it this way so that they could have the magic of the dimension hopping and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire mm -hmm. in it. But what I would have done, honestly, probably, is... Once everybody found out that they were going to be in it, mm -hmm. I would have saved that for like extend like how like how um, Catherine Langford was supposed to be in Endgame as like mm -hmm. an adult Morgan, but that scene got cut. Mm -hmm. Like I would have done something like that. Like I would have changed it and been mm -hmm. like I would have been like because the thing about Marvel movies is that they're supposed to keep you guessing. Yeah. And lit I told you this when everybody was trying to figure out who was going to be in the movie. I was like, I get it. That's fun. I also play that game. But yeah. also, like, if you know the whole plot of the movie, then you know the whole plot of the movie, mm -hmm. and there's no point in going to see it. Yeah. So in conclusion, I liked in it, conclusion. but I had problems. Yeah, and I feel like that's a fair... And once you and I watch it, I'm sure it'll happen, like, this weekend or something, because um, I'll probably hold you captive and make you watch it with me. Oh, no, um, I'll be definitely down. Maybe we'll make Hala, <laughs> that's how you say it? Hala is correct. Hala. Um, making Hala is difficult. Oh, I can toast. make you call a French toast. No, That's yeah. not difficult. Um, okay, this has been... Yes, we'll figure Right, it. right, <laughs> wrapping up. Uh, season 3, episode <laughs> 9. Up. We are five minutes over. Um, a... But hey, you know what? I was ten minutes early last week, so like, hey, buffer. you're right. Um, bumper, you know? Bumper. Uh, bumper, buffer, whatever the right word is. This episode has been called A Liar and a Bully. Yeah, and there's recent development on said liar. So, ooh, tea for me, none for you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if you're listening from the future, thank you for listening and finding us on our Spotify. Yes. Um, if Hope you're listening you in the present, thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. We're here every Tuesday at three, unless yeah something happens. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, no more of that. <laughs> there's no wood. There's no wood. Oh, oh the bookshelf. <laughs> okay, glory knocked on wood. We're good. Uh, <laughs> the dive um in conclusion tldr this whole episode no literally. um <laughs> people suck and you and i are the only sane people see and people that are among our friends are the only sane people that actually exist oh no definitely except we are also the most insane people yeah. and um nutbush city limits and <laughs> yeah and, and nutbush city limits yeah so that's it um and No Way Home, upsetting, also good, also complicated. Yeah. And that's really it, right? I think that's the TLDR. I think so, too. People suck. Other people are awesome. Not push city limits. Yeah. And <laughs> No Way Home was, overall, I give it out on a scale out of 10, I give it an 8.95. Okay. But I can't, in good conscience, give it a nine because I have too many problems with it. So eight point nine five. Oh, okay. Okay. So long okay. and thanks for all the Bye. fish. Um, that was a that was a hitchhiker's reference just for you, Mama. Uh, love you. Bye. Bye. We're
here every Tuesday, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. And if you're listening in the future, thanks for finding us. And sometime Tuesdays after 3 p.m., you'll be able to find more episodes. Yes, you will. Okay, bye! Bye!